and welcome back. Today is February 7, 2021, and the topic of this episode is how to become a food label detective. Today, I will continue to talk about the issue of food labels. I personally feel like I have become somewhat of a food detective. As I mentioned in the last week's episode, with the way our food system has changed, we are forced to read labels. But it is not that simple. Not only do most people need an interpreter to understand half the terminology on the labels, the more educated and food smart we become, the more deceitful the manufacturers become. As soon as people learn about harmful effects of something in certain foods and stop buying them, the labels all of a sudden change and morph into something that quote, looks legitimately healthy and harmless to us. Last week, I focused on sugars, sugar alternatives, and sugar substitutes, and I ranked them in order. Today, I will talk about animal proteins, namely meat, poultry, eggs, and fish. Are you ready for this? Because today I am going to first confuse you a lot. Then I will make up for it by giving you the Wikipedia of food labels on proteins. So by now you are likely very well aware of terms like organic, grass-fed, hormone-free, free-range, etc. Okay, so most people read these labels and most likely believe that they are all set. But are they? Hmm. Let's see. I will start with red meat. I will pick on beef. You spend 15 minutes or more in the grocery store around the meat refrigerator and read all the labels carefully. And you see the following. USDA certified Angus beef. What exactly is this? In order to qualify as certified Angus beef, meat has to come from cattle that are certified on paper to have specific genetic qualities. And their bodies must be 51% or more solid black, hence the term Black Angus. Angus cattle are known for genes that make meat well-marbled more tender and flavorful. So you ask, is this healthy, good, harmless, a good choice? My answer, not healthy, not good, harmful to health, and a bad choice. This certification means nothing but what I said above. So the cattle was very likely fed grain, hence the marbling and quote, flavor, raised in overcrowded feedlots, and very likely treated prophylactically with antibiotics. Now, the antibiotics are not only used um, at lower doses to keep the cattle from getting sick, since they are obviously not practicing physical distancing, but a side effect of antibiotics is also rapid weight gain, which means the cattle is fattened up faster to get to the market for you to eat and, you guessed it, get fat faster and get a dose of antibiotics while you have it, which in turn raises lots of concern with antibiotic resistance bacteria. 
I do not have time to get into that, but that is a huge public health issue. So, should you buy beef that is labeled USDA certified Angus beef? Absolutely not. You move on to where you see this. All natural certified organic beef. You think, this has to be good for me, right? It says organic, so it must be healthy. Hmm. No. All that means is that the cattle was possibly fed, fed quote, organic grain and very likely in overcrowded lots. Now, it is not clear whether there were any antibiotics used. We hope not. Next, you see certified organic grass-fed beef. Now, this must be the right stuff. It is organic and grass-fed, right? Wrong. The term grass-fed alone does not mean that the cattle was fed grass-fed for their entire lifespan and does not mean they were free to roam around most of their lives. This most of the time means grass-fed but grain-finished, which defeats the purpose of grass-fed and also does not mean that the animals were in an environment that closely resembled their natural wild environment. So move on. Next, 100% grass-fed, pasture-raised, certified, organic, non-GMO certified beef. Now, this is a mouthful, but you are finally there. Congratulations, you found your beef. Now, let's talk about poultry. This is the hardest, trickiest, and most manipulated market. I will pick on chicken. Let's start with all-natural chicken. What does this really tell you? Well, it is an animal, chicken, and walks like a chicken for the most part. Talks like a chicken. It is natural, all right, meaning it was not produced in a laboratory by a scientist like yours truly, because, you know, those products are also in the supermarkets now. Lab-made, quote, protein. I will not even get started on those because I may give myself a heart attack today. Is natural chicken okay to eat? You possibly know the answer. No. These chickens were caged, grain or corn-fed, antibiotic-treated, stressed, and if you ask me, abused. Stay far, far away from this. Just because the label says natural, it does not qualify the food as good or healthy. Next, smart chicken. This is very sneaky and deceitful. Smart chicken is anything but smart. Grain-fed and raised in closed areas. Maybe not cages, but still not free to move about outside as much. Oh, and don't be fooled by the name and the reputation of the store where you buy smart chicken. Our local co-ops, which are infamous for local, good-for-you, mostly organic health foods, sell smart chicken. I wish they did not. So do not let the smart chicken fool you. Move on. Non-GMO chicken. What does this mean? Well, it could mean many things, but primarily the chickens were fed, quote, organic grains. Whatever that means. Well, were they fed to roam around? Possibly not. Were they treated with antibiotics? Let's hope not, but we're not sure. So, just because something is labeled non-GMO, it is not 
okay to consume. So move on. Organic chicken free from. This is very interesting. The first time I saw this, I had to look and look more. Free from what? Does not say. But when you see that free label there, you may assume it is free range. True? No, it is not true. It is a tricky label meant to confuse you. So, this chicken is a mystery chicken. We don't know what it ate, where it lived, and what it is what it was free from. We know that it was fed something organic, most likely grain, and free from uh, may mean free from antibiotics and hormones, but not 100% sure. Should you buy this? I would not recommend it. Next is organic and free range, certified non-GMO, certified humane, fed and all vegetable diet, no antibiotic ever chicken. Ooh, a mouthful. I had to take a breath in between that. But you finally got the right chicken. Congratulations. Interestingly, the same type of labels applies to eggs. Natural, organic, free-range, non-GMO, etc. But truly, the eggs that you want are pretty much labeled like the chickens that you want. Namely, organic and free-range, certified non-GMO, certified humane, fed and all-vegetable diet, no antibiotics, eggs. Sometimes, they also put happy hens. Yes, that is good too. We want happy hens. Now, turkey is even trickier, but I cannot get into that today or we will be here for days. Now I want to pick on fish. I wonder how many of you listeners have been told by your cardiologist, your PCP, your oncologist, or other doctors, nutritionists, dietitians, to avoid eating red meat and eat fish instead. Any fish. Yes. Many of my clients tell me that they stopped eating red meat uh, because the doctor said so. And they eat fish all the time now. What kind? Any fish. Tilapia, farm salmon, etc. It has to be better than red meat, right? Hmm. What if I told you some types of fish you eat can actually seriously damage your heart, among other things? So, let's take a look at fish labels. All natural, responsibly farmed fish. It says natural, and they were responsible fish farmers, so it must be good. Hmm. Tilapia, for example. Whitefish, extremely cheap, always available, and takes five minutes to cook. I would advise you to treat tilapia like a nuclear bomb. It is poison, if you ask me. Farmed fish in general is toxic. Why? They are fed grain, fish meal, chicken waste, and other non-natural foods for fish in enclosed large tanks, much like a cage for fish. They are not swimming freely in their natural waters, and according to the current they were supposed to be swimming in, they are fed waste from the land, waste that fish would never ever encounter or choose to eat naturally. Some of these tanks are so overcrowded that the fish are infected with what's, what's called the fish lice. And to avoid that or to get rid of that, uh, fish farmers are forced to use um, antibiotics and fungal uh, agents for that. 
So, wow, yum. That's what you get for your farmed fish for the most part. Next, sustainably farmed or caught fish. Um, what does this mean? Sustainable seafood is seafood that is either caught or farmed in ways that consider the long-term vitality of harvested species and the well-being of the oceans, as well as the livelihoods of fisheries-dependent communities. It was first promoted through the sustainable seafood movement, which began in the 1990s. Okay, so it is is it okay to eat? Well, it depends. If you see the label saying wild caught, it is okay to eat. But if it does not say anything, you can assume that it was farmed. Sustainably, maybe, but farmed fish, which is not good. There are species of fish that are near extinction due to overfishing. So those are protected and therefore there are farmed versions of those to save the species from going extinct. One example is Atlantic salmon, which is usually farmed. I love salmon, but there are so many types and labels that you always have to read carefully and do your homework. Here are a few different types of salmon. Pacific salmon, it's primarily wild caught. This is good. Two types of Atlantic salmon, but Atlantic salmon is typically farmed. Wild caught Pacific salmon are typically considered to be the healthiest salmon. If you want wild-caught salmon, you want Pacific salmon. That's not because wild-caught Atlantic salmon wouldn't be fabulous if we could get it, but Atlantic salmon sold commercially are all farm-raised. The Pacific Ocean is home to six types of salmon, and U.S. and Canadian boats fish five of them. King, sockeye, silver, pink, and chump. To confuse matters, each of these has at least one other name as well as their Latin name, which I will list. King is also called Chinook salmon. Silver is also called Coho salmon. Pink salmon is called Humpback salmon. Sockeye salmon is also called Red salmon. Chum is also called Dog salmon, among many other names for this one. In general, you need to educate yourself about fish. Here are some questions to consider. What country is it from? You want local fish. Is the fish wild caught or farm raised? If it is farmed, how was it grown? Was it raised in a polluting open net pen or in a contained tank or a pond? If it is wild, how was it caught? Were long lines used or was it caught by a pole? Long lines often catch extra unwanted bycatch. Are populations of this fish healthy and abundant? Small, fast-growing fish can withstand more fishing pressure, while large, slow-growing species are more vulnerable to overfishing and therefore going extinct. Are there eco-friendly alternatives? Is this fish really a, say, red snapper, or wild salmon, or grouper, etc.? These are prime candidates for fish fraud. Yes, there is such a thing. There you have it. I hope this gives you a little map in the label world so you don't get lost as often.
Now, if you need to know more about protein labels and how to become a real label detective, I'm happy to chat with you. So reach out if I can help, if I can answer a burning question. I'm up for the challenge and I certainly need inspiration all the time. Thank you for listening today and every week. And thanks to those who provided me with the inspiration for this episode. So listen, reach out and send me your thoughts, your questions. Here is how. Email me at contact at drlolly.com. Message me on my Facebook page, Dr. Lolly PhD. Until then, to your health and happiness.